Hello and welcome to Global LPG Conversations. In this series of podcasts, we'll discuss the forces that are affecting LPG markets globally. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about um, some of the issues that are affecting prices and market dynamics within Europe. Um, more generally, the Global LPG Conversations is brought to you by Argus Media which is a leading independent provider of energy and commodity pricing information. Um, my name is Alan Hayes. I'm part of the business development team, and I am joined by two of my colleagues from the editorial team who both produce the International LPG Report, along with our other colleagues in the London team. And I am with Aidan Lee, who's one of our leading reporters in the LPG team and I am also joined by Pete Wilson who is in fact the editor of International LPG. Um, and the first topic we're going to talk about is freight rates, um, VLGC freight rates to be specific. And Aidan, I'm going to come to you for this and um, the past year has been very volatile period for LGC freight rates. Um, so can you just take us through some of the recent trends? In 2020, very large gas carrier rates hit their lowest point at the end of the second quarter around June when they fell below $25 per tonne for shipping from rice to Norris to cheaper. Rates then climbed steadily in the third quarter until around late November when they began to surge. And we saw the biggest ones they jump in at least 17 years and rates reached their highest since 2015. Freight rates peaked at $117 per tonne on the Raz Tenora to Chiba route and up to $200 per tonne on the Houston to Chiba route. But since early January, these rates have contracted several times over to around $30 per tonne and $58 per tonne, respectively. And there are a couple of factors which are driving these pronounced swings. First is the arbitrage from the world's largest LPG producer, the US, and the largest consumer, which is Asia. And the data shows there's a clear correlation between this arbitrage and the strength of LPG freight rates. Towards the end of 2020, cold weather raised demand in Asia. Meanwhile, in the US, production levels were strong, but domestic consumption was modest thanks to a mild winter creating export-friendly conditions. And the premium for the August Far East Index propane assessment versus the US Gulf Coast FOB export assessment rose dramatically from around $120 per tonne in mid-November to around $230 per tonne uh, around the turn of the year. Well, since January, this differential contracted to only around $100 per tonne. As we saw the situation reverse, mild weather weakened Asian demand. At the same time, extreme cold in the US pushed domestic propane prices higher, constricting the arbitrage and curbing freight rates. The second factor affecting rates has been delays, which have tightened the number of available vessels. In 2020, these were visible in certain Asian ports, but most significantly at the Panama Canal. A combination of seasonally high traffic of container and LNG vessels combined with inefficiencies and complications created by COVID-19 left vessels waiting five to 10 days to transit. Uh, at one point in mid-December, around 12 fully laden BLGCs were stationary waiting to transit, equivalent to over half a million tonnes of LPG floating on the Atlantic side of the canal. But these delays have since abated from around 14 days at the peak to around two days at present. Thanks, Aidan. That's that's very interesting. So I guess it's a it's a combination of um, strong flows out of the US um, helping to support those rates and some 
very specific issues around um, delays at the, the Panama Canal. Um, given the volatility, um, what is the industry's view of the coming months for the freight market? Yeah, that's exactly right. Well, ship owners have said they expect freight rates to increase, but that's not all that surprising as uh, rates couldn't get much lower than they are now, currently around or even below the level of operating expenses, one of the owners said recently. In terms of when they will start to improve, uh, the more optimistic end of the spectrum, uh, John Lycoris of Dorian LPG says he expects improvement in the second quarter of 2021, uh, whereas Ben Martin, uh, CCO of Advanced Gas, expects improvements in the coming weeks and for the rest of 2021. Slightly more tentative, BW LPG have said they expect rates to remain under pressure in the second quarter, but the company expects rates to recover in the second half of 2021. For rates to increase, the arbitrage would need to recover some of the strengths at the, uh, the end of last year. But the forward curve, as it stands today, indicates a steady price differential of only around $90 to $100 for the next three months. So nothing nothing like the differential of around $230 uh, we saw at the turn of the year, which was supporting the high freight rates. Owners are positive about the overall fundamentals for LPG freight, though. Uh, demand from India and Indonesia is growing at around 15% a year. New PDH plants coming online in China are expected to add over 2 million uh, tonnes per year of additional LPG demand. Uh, and then in terms of vessel supply, there are over 20 new VLGCs expected to take to the water this year, uh, which threatens to add some length to the market. But owners hope this may be offset by inefficiencies such as uh, the ones we've mentioned at Panama and the fact that 25% of the global fleet is uh, scheduled to dry dock in 2021. That's, um, that's quite a sizable proportion of the global fleet that at one point will, will be out of service. And, and if you throw in potential disruptions in the Panama Canal, I guess there are some factors pointing to um, an upward movement in the VLGC freight rates. But um, I mean, on the other hand, we are coming out of the peak kind of winter demand in the Northern Hemisphere. So, so that may affect the, the volume of product on the water as well. But as you say, I think it, it's difficult to see rates um, kind of falling much further from where they are now, um, given that they're around, you know, below $30. So it's going to be one to watch, I think, over the coming months. And that um, development on the freight side will have a, a considerable impact on arbitrage between the regions, which is um, key for Northwest Europe, which which needs those imports, especially now with refinery rates still at low levels in Northwest Europe. Um, I'm going to switch over to Pete now. And um, as I mentioned, Pete's the editor of the International LPG. And one of the other key drivers on the demand side within Northwest Europe, which will um, determine how much of those import, imports that we actually need is the demand from the petrochemical sector. Um, so, so Pete, how has that propane naphtha spread shifted now that we're coming out of winter in the Northern Hemisphere? Hi, Alan. Um, so the spread between the two, it's, it's behaving as, as you would expect, really, at this time of year um, with the propane discount to naphtha increasing as we leave sort of peak heating demand season for, for propane in, in the Northern Hemisphere. And if we if we compare the physical cargo costs in Northwest Europe right now um, between the two, the spread is about thirty five dollars a ton, whereas you only have to go back um, 
I mean, in recent history, just as as, as recently as early February, to see the two trading at very similar prices with the propane discount to NAFTA actually in single figures at the time. So that that's quite a quite a change in in quite a short period of time. So so why do you think this has moved so quickly? Well, what's driven this sort of quick yawning in the the propane discount is two things really one one on either side so the first was an easing of supply concerns propane supply concerns which came about because of u.s export disruptions after the the very extreme recent weather conditions that they've had on the u.s gulf coast um, now this played a big part um, in narrowing the spread to the single uh, single digit uh, numbers i mentioned earlier and prior to this, the spread had in fact been easing, you know, as we entered February with the majority of, of winter in the, in the rear view mirror, as it were. And the second factor is that um, NAFTA itself has been seeing some good demand across the region uh, over the last month. This is namely from the gasoline blending sector. So really, it's um, a story of NAFTA prices being uh, fairly well supported, whilst uh, propane, you know, begins to wane as we leave winter. And in fact, while we're talking about seasonal drops in in relative value and uh, indeed just mentioning the gasoline blending sector there, something else we've seen over February is a weakening in uh, local butane prices in Northwest Europe relative to NAFTA. And this is primarily a result of faltering demand for butane from the gasoline blending sector itself. Um, so blending sector, blending volumes, um, actually increased quite significantly in Northwest Europe over the last month or so uh, to meet some rather high uh, transatlantic export demand for, for finished gasoline. But this coincided with the US switch to summer grade gasoline uh, arriving on the horizon. The switch takes place uh, this month, but last month it's very much in buyers' buyers' minds as they look forward. Um, and the more, the more stringent evaporability requirements uh, in summer blends of gasoline means that the sector uses a lot more NAFTA across warmer months and this is done at butane's expense and the displacement of butane uh, by NAFTA in the blending pool is, is really steeply negatively impacted uh, the, the prices we're seeing for for northwest european butane uh, currently okay so so there's a seasonality to, to some of the changes that we're seeing um, particularly mm -hmm. for the for the butane price adjustments um, so uh, i guess how steep and and what sort of moves have we seen okay yeah so on the on the butane so the blending sector they normally um, they pick up their butane in in 1000 ton barges or small coaster cargo so you know around 2000 ton coaster vessels and this is the majority of this is delivered into the ara trading hub so the argus fob ara barge prices They've shed uh, about 10 percentage points versus NAFTA uh, since since mid-February. Uh, they currently stand at around 90% of of NAFTA, so they were around parity. They're now sitting around 90%. Um, and then coaster cargoes, that they're down even further. We've seen delivered coasters lose about 13 percentage points versus NAFTA across the same uh, 15th of February to date timeframe. And interestingly, it's sort of worth pointing out that. In an outright sense, um, prices are actually little moved since mid-February, maybe down about $5 on the barges, $10, $15 on, on the coasters. 
but that's only due to large, yeah, considerable um, crude oil gains across the time frame that have supported, you know, the flat prices of, of, of products all across the sort of oil product spectrum in that time frame. So these little moves, you know, five to ten, fifteen dollar outright price moves are, are, are masking currently what, what has really been a steep drop in in butane value versus uh, the wider market and most importantly versus NAFTA as um, as gasoline blenders have, have largely sort of exited the buy side for um, these butane barges and coasters or at least exited it in, in, in the great numbers that they were present in before. Thanks for that Pete, it's, it's really interesting and um, the, I mean the main reason that we look at those propane butane spreads to naphtha is the effect it has on lpg consumption in the pet chem sector and um when we track those lpg naphtha ratios there's a very clear and direct correlation between how much product is consumed within pet chems um based on changes in those ratios yeah so absolutely I, I think as we come out of winter as well that kind of uptick in the attractive attractiveness of LPG to the pet chem sector is is going to be a key factor in in price developments. How much prices um, start to correct on the downside as we come out mm -hmm. of winter, I think a large part of that will be due to the pet chem demand picking up whether whether winter demand has has fallen away. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it's always. The, the relationships between prices that really sort of drive trade and drive drive decisions uh, of consumers and the inter product spreads like the ones I've highlighted between uh, propane and NAFTA and butane and NAFTA are the, you know, keenly watched at all times. Um, as of course are uh, interregional spreads, so spreads for the same products between regions. Um, so I think in terms of um, trying to bring this all together for the, for the European market, that low operating rates of European refineries has been a, a key and determining factor um, of the price recovery within Northwest Europe. And I think looking looking over the rest of the year, I think as we see more countries within Europe start to pull out of COVID, then um, refineries will will start to increase their rates. And that interplay between imports and local production will will um, will be very interesting to see how prices um, develop over the, the rest of the year. But I think we have now probably exceeded our time, um, so we ha now have to draw to a close. So it's been a pleasure um, talking to everybody. So thank you all for listening, and if you enjoyed this podcast please be sure to tune in to other episodes in our series, Global LPG Conversations. And for more information on Argus's LPG product coverage, please visit argusmedia.com forward slash LPG dash NGL. Thank you very much.